What's up, everybody? This is Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast, coming at you with a recap reaction to whatever episode this is this week, Alex. We're back. We're here at The Merge talking about the latest episode of season 45. Let me rephrase that. We're at the merge. It's not a merge. Alex, how you feeling after tonight's episode? I'm feeling good, Caleb. Or, or sorry, should I say Batman? I'm feeling good. Listen, that that Caleb is not Batman, but I'm Batman. So this Caleb, he he is living out there on the island, so I can fight crime uh, and the crime of having to be a podcast host with you, Alex. Okay, so, I was gonna. I was going to say, I, I can be the Robin to your Batman, but I think you know, the more appropriate thing would be, Caleb, which Batman villain am I to your yeah, Batman? Well, you're definitely not the Joker because that's like the cream of the crop. Like, you're kind that's of fair. like, you're kind of like uh, the, the Harvey Crockett. Dent. No, 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 not even that. Like, he's cool. He's like, he's he's pretty awesome. You're, you're right. like. Right, right, right. But Josh from Australian Survivor is Harvey Dent. So no, I'm going to be no. Harvey Dent. All right, you're Caleb. Like, fantastic. Like it was a great episode. <laughs> You know, see, I just keep talking loud enough where you stop, which is really great for a podcast. Well, which is um, what Caleb did tonight. He just talked until he got himself out of a hole. Which, okay, listeners, <laughs> friends, does that not remind you of someone who's on the podcast with me right now? We 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 will get into this, Alex. We're we're here to talk about all the twists and turns that this latest episode took us on, but if you're not already doing this, stop what you're doing right now. Go like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, at Speaking Llama, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast of choice. We are here as your instant recap reaction. We just watched the episode, and Alex, it was a big one, a big night for Team Caleb and Caleb the Castaway. Big night for him as well. But let's jump in to this episode. We have lots of things to talk about. Just as a very brief recap, if you haven't, you know, maybe it's been a few days since you've watched this season, but we come back and we get little snip shots, snapshots. I, went, I almost said snippets. Uh, and then I was like, no, I'm going to say snapshots. And then that turned into snip shots. So, um, some snapshots. I, every, every time you say snip shots, I hate it even more. <laughs> Maybe I'll start saying snapshots. Jesus. We'll start some snapshots of each of the other tribes uh, on the Bello tribe. Kendra is playing some uh, catch up, trying to do some damage control after being left out of the vote. We talked about this last week that if you come back and you're left out of the vote, like what, what do you do at that point? I thought Kendra played it, you know, overall pretty well. You know, you smile, you wave, great move. And then you plan your revenge. Uh, we also see on the Lulu tribe, the idol was put back into play and Bruce found it. Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first confirmed idol we've had go back into play. In the new, ever? In the, in the new oh. era of Survivor. <laughs> not ever, Not definitely not ever. But in the um, new era of, of Survivor, I don't think we've had an idol get played. This wasn't even played, right? We haven't had an idol show back up after being removed from the game. I feel uncomfortable backing that claim, but it sounds right. 
listen, that's how, mo- what most of my claims are. I'm you know, very right? aware of they that. They sound right. They it's it's not about being right or being completely truthful. It's about it making sense, Alex. Caleb, I just I I understand that you're like <laughs> have this kindred spirit with Caleb out on the <laughs> island, and I understand that you may be jealous because next season, season 46 that you are on as the second Caleb with a K, you did not do as well as first Caleb with a K, better Caleb with a K, Batman, Canadian Batman, Caleb with a K. But you don't need to sound overly confident, Caleb. It's all right. This is a safe space, man. I I don't know that it is a safe space. I've been (laughs) podcasting you with you for, you know, over almost three years now. It is 100% not a safe space yeah my therapist who i try to get to listen to this all the time he um would probably say it's not a safe space but (laughs) we're not sure yet (laughs) he does know about the podcast though and he also knows he'd be my loved one if i ever went on survivor i've said that about 10 times on this podcast my therapist would be my loved one i think that's the strategy that is something that's something else maybe one day we'll get a loved one visit again but you know maybe you know when they actually have you know actual time on the island um and on a way for barely any time at all but apparently people are still quitting even though um that that they're not gone that long but alex quick note because you can make fun of team alex quite a bit right now um i will stand by the team alex has never quit the game it's true it's true that's all it's true you know i i I have no response for for the member of Team Caleb that quit the season of Survivor. So, uh, but it's okay. The rest of Team Caleb is making up for lost time. But I have a question about this idol that we found with Bruce. In, in the age of beware advantages, where we we lose our vote for a time, Alex, do you ever think it would be a good move? It'd be an interesting one for sure. But a good move to act like you have not found, like to find the idol and then to tell the rest of your tribe that maybe knows that you've lost your vote, that you've still lost your vote in order to make a move. No. What? Why? I mean, let me, give me some analysis, Alex. That's what Caleb, we're here I, for. I just, I, I stand by you telling an entire tribe about your idol is just a, a bad play, right? Yeah. I think... To tell someone about an idol, there should be either a you're threatening them or you're trying to earn their trust. Yep. I, I think you have to be able to use that information. That is some of the most valuable information that you can possibly have in Survivor. If knowledge is a currency of Survivor, idol knowledge would be the gold bar uh, of currency, if you will. I, I wish a new currency rates better. I would say the most, like the highest rated currency. I don't know. But I just... To, to just throw it out there now what i did like was i believe it was caleb at the top of the episode was like hey i know it's out there so we're all gonna go together so i know yep. exactly who has it i think in that moment it was caleb outplaying bruce at least if not the rest of his tribe by really dictating hey i'm going to make this happen now what i wish happened was you know i Bruce, he he found it and then called everyone over and waved it. Like yep. at least throw it in your pants and walk away. Right. Like that, that's what I'm saying is like, what if he doesn't do that? Yes. And right, everyone just assumes he doesn't have his vote yet. 
Yes. Right. Like, it would then be a good play for him to go. I yeah. I never found my. Never found my. I, idol. I think it could be. Yeah. I think it'd be better if someone else was involved, like Jake was involved. That Jake and Bruce knew he found it, but maybe to tell everyone else he didn't, and it's left on the Lulu Beach. I think that could be a solid move. I think that's really dangerous. Yeah. To tell everyone that because then no one's going to include you on any strategic decision moving forward. At least in that situation, Jake can kind of take the information from the majority, synthesize it with what he knows that Bruce does have a vote and really plan accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. I also wonder if it would then create a target on you, right? Like he, well, Bruce can't vote. So like, let's just vote him out. Right. 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 And we've seen that. We have seen that before. So it was just an interesting thought. We haven't seen anyone play it. I do agree that it is probably much too risky to like try to play off that. You'd have to take a very specific set of circumstances for it to actually be a worthwhile move. It's kind of like one of those things where it's it's creating too much target on your back, too big of one for no real reason. Yes. Almost, it almost creates more of a target than having an actual idol because you can play that idol at any point to say, yeah, okay, I'm done. I don't have it anymore. Right. So I'm with you, man. Alex. Caleb. We we jumped real fast into this episode and we went straight into this merge. That's not a merge. Now I don't remember, but I think this is one of the few times, if not the only time, that they have shown up on the beach together, like before going to a challenge, right? So that they have yes. they were which I actually I really liked that we got to see some of these dynamics at play before the like awkwardness of Oh, us half are safe. You half aren't safe. Yeah. Uh, and, and right. So it, it just creates this weird tension, which we saw play out in this episode. So I like the fact that they got to kind of have a moment to socialize with one another in order to, you know, w- without this pressure that of a looming tribal council happen. Yes. Well, I will say, so I will repeat this for our listeners who listen, maybe season 43, I believe, but I know we have a handful of new listeners. Welcome. But this earning the merge, right? It's a big hot topic. I'm frustrated they're doing it again, but I stand by instead of earning the merge in two random teams, one of you safe, one of you isn't. I know Caleb, your beef is that everyone can vote despite if you yes. win or not. And maybe I'm jumping ahead. And that's your beef. My beef is let it be an individual challenge where the first two out go home or the first person out goes home. Similar to the kids reality competition show endurance, where in order to get a team, you know, you had a day to get to know everyone. You had to survive kind of the like challenge, the opening challenge of holding on to a giant pole over the lake first two people to fall you're out you're done and so i wish it was more like a you know a classic hold your hand above you know your head attached to a a bucket of water first person out you're going home period like you you have to earn the merge last person standing wins immunity um and tempt them with with reward and stuff like that i think that'd be a more exciting way to earn the merge because right now it doesn't really feel like it's a little stale in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was going to ask about, right, we we have had issues on this podcast with the earn the merge twist. Yes. From a game point, like I, a game point stance, like I, I think it's a, a really bad just 
mechanic in the game that half the people are safe and get to vote and the other half are still also voting and they're all like right it, it limits the options that have happened it also takes away what i think are exciting opportunities for things to have happened right because austin doesn't need to use any of his advantages right, right? The, the people with advantages that are safe have no need to use them and like at that point the tribe is so big it doesn't make any sense for them to waste an advantage or to use an advantage to save one person and it just creates this awkward power dynamic where like we saw it really well played out that the seven come back and they they talk about having office hours and how like you know people have this like this leisurely time on campus while the other six are sitting there like these people control our lives and we're just waiting around um, and so it just creates a weird dynamic that I don't appreciate. I do think like it creates some interesting moments of like, okay, what are these choices that we have to make? Like we, now the people that are safe feel like they can throw out names, which have, will have ripple effects later on, right? It, it sometimes can be seen like I can say whatever I want because I'm not going to be voted out anyways. But yep. what you say in that moment matters for later on down the line. We saw it with Katura being like, Wait, I thought we were all bellow strong with Caleb. What are Bruce and Kendra talking about? Which is just further going to isolate Kendra from, uh, not Kendra, but Katura from Kendra and Bruce in particular. I could go on and on about some other ways I don't like this twist. Uh, I agree with you, Alex. I think to your endurance kind of idea, I think is interesting. I would also be fine too if they switched it up a little bit because sometimes we've seen where depending on how the teams break out it it's a landslide victory for one side over the other yeah let's do an, a team endurance challenge like australian survivor has done team endurance challenges that way it's more about like who wants this more not like absolutely who got, who got the lucky straw absolutely on, on the pull especially because typically in team immunity challenges we don't see endurance and so to get an endurance challenge now is like you you got you haven't eaten for 13 days, none of you. Yep. So you get your head in the game. How bad do you want this? I now love I'll, that. I'll even add another twist too, right? If you have an odd number like Katura, make it to where like, no, she is uh also playing, but by herself, she has her own endurance challenge. And if she outlasts everybody, she wins an advantage, or like like she gets something extra, right? Like this cool moment of uh, maybe she doesn't have the opportunity to be safe, but she has an opportunity to win a big advantage in the game. Yeah. Or, or it can even be, you know, Hey, if you're the odd one out, do you want to risk your vote right now? And, and if you make it 30 minutes, right. Or, Or if you make it past one entire team, you know, outlast one entire team, then you get an advantage. Do you want to take it or not? I think that could be really interesting, but absolutely. My last question on this, Alex, is I think part of the reason that they have introduced Earn the Merge is to kind of break up some of that monotony of typical survivor gameplay, which is fair, which I thought like doing it 41 through 44. I didn't like it. I didn't love it, uh, but it does something different. They had started to do some different things this time, like going back to reverting some old older survivor I hope they would have done that with this particular part of the game. They didn't. But is there any other way, Alex, that they could 
introduce some freshness if they if they want to change this part of the game like they don't want to do a traditional merge is there another interesting way to do a merge-esque that's not maybe some of the ways that we've already talked about or doing this like half of you are safe half of you aren't safe yeah i don't know i mean i think the individual earn immunity kind of first one out i think that's the not to toot my own horn the most creative solution to that right despite it being a complete ripoff from another show i i think what could be cool and a lot of people hated it um this happened in particular in survivor thailand and a similar version of it happened in uh, survivor all-stars season eight but it's like a fake merge yeah, right yeah. so the tribes come together there's food this is great i think that could be really cool um i could also see something where it's like oh what is it um you know maybe pair up like they did in survivor all-stars so like the fake merge when they actually just like redistributed amber went over to the other tribe that's when the whole rob lex thing happened like a very iconic moment have everyone pair up um you know randomly and you each get a little picnic basket and you go off and you talk and it's kind of this mergatory if you will uh and then you have to come back and you two have to unanimously unanimously decide who is safe and who is not um that's like a squid game type thing uh last week i talked about surviving paradise they did that kind of thing where it paired off and said one of you has to choose who stays in paradise and who goes back to camp i i think that could be fun to take some elements from other reality shows but um i just i want to see a switch it, it feels a little stale at this point five seasons in a row and then you know i'm not gonna say too much about it because that's next week but looking ahead to next week it's the exact same format it was last year <laughs> um, right after the mergatory. And it's just like, come on, like we're not going to get a standard tribal council until three people are voted out right. after the merge. And I just, I don't think that's fun. I think in, in survivor lore, the merge votes, the most exciting vote of the season. So yeah. um, I feel like it's just, it's watering down the excitement of tribal council sometimes now tonight proved us differently for different reasons, but in yeah. general, let poverty go to tribal council, six heroes, six villains, or five and five. I think it was five and five at that point with two idols that she doesn't play for herself. I want that moment. Yeah. Well, not everyone can be poverty. Okay. So, like, first of well, all, <laughs> okay. But, but we've had how many versions of poverty? <laughs> so there, there can be a lot of poverties out there. About 80, according I, to every other season. I so. believe Kelly's probably poverty. 18.0 at this point <laughs> probably something like that no it is i i don't know the answer to it i i mean at this point some of the just like a regular merge would be really really nice um that that would be new and refreshing but i agree with you too both what they're setting up for next week in terms of the kind of double tribal two different sides what i don't like about it is that it doesn't allow lines in the sand to be drawn between like old alliances it doesn't give caleb and emily the opportunity to go are we going to work with the old bellow or are we going to work with the old reba and and be that line in the sand and so i we're losing that part i, I wouldn't actually mind so much that maybe the earn the merge if it was like maybe a one-off like where we did it every other season or we did it like so so survivor players did not know what to expect yeah but yeah, you know, 
at the end of the day, we got an exciting episode out of that. I, when I think they envisioned this, when they envisioned the um, shot in the dark, this was the type of moment they were hoping to capture. It took them five seasons to do it. Uh, it proved me wrong because I said it was never going to be consequential to the vote. It ended up being that. Uh, luckily, Caleb, a.k.a. Canadian Batman, uh, is proving me wrong. So I, I'm glad it was him and not somebody else. But Alex, I, I have another important question about the merch. Yes. How about that merge buff? How do you feel about the orange, turquoise, blue like ha- combo? I kind of like it. It's fun. I I am partial to a black merge buff. Th- those are my favorites. But that's, that's just so that's so you know basic badass, man. It, well, when you do it every year, it doesn't matter. You don't do it every year. I do it. I do it. So uh, how many black merge buffs have we had? So many. We've had exactly four. Exactly four? Exactly four. Oh, I'm going to fact check you on that one. <laughs> exactly four. Exactly four. Fact check me. Um, no, I. it is a cool buff. It feels new. It feels fresh. Um, it's kind of a fun color. And the, the birds, obviously, that's exciting. Big fan yeah. of Wingspan. <laughs> Jamie Jeff, Segmeyer, Jeff former really guest is. on our podcast. Go back and listen to episodes ago. We had a great conversation with the creator of Wingspan, a board game all about birds. Well, it's publisher of Wingspan. We give publisher. Credit, credit where credit is due to the creators of Wingspan. Apologies. Uh, so. I will say, though, the game is a lot more fun than it sounds. So oh, don't for, judge a book by its cover. For sure. I mean, th- there's a reason why your friends that you like, they tell you they're playing this bird game are playing it. It's because it is a lot of fun. So, yeah. uh, But Alex, let's jump into some of these kind of just tribal dynamics that ha- that happen in particular, let's talk about what happened at the sanctuary. Sifu throws out, uh, he wants Jay gone. Julie throws Jay underneath, all the way underneath the bus. Ooh, and then her, backs up, runs her over again. Runs her over. But then also is like, goes and like, picks her up and like, hey, guys, what about Caleb? Right? Like, Caleb threw Jay under the bus. What, what, what is this? Which I love, just like the cutthroat nature of that. Um, but in particular, we see bruce really like hammer home like kind of a 180 shift on caleb what what do we think happened like walk me through what happened with bruce in this episode yeah yeah that's a great question caleb i i don't know and and obviously we didn't see anything that happened between them uh there's no bad blood taylor's version between the two of them not a sponsor but my thought, <laughs> my thought is, I, I think the idol got to his head. I think mm. you get an idol, you feel safe, and you play a little bit more risky. That I think that's that's the assessment I have. Where it's like, hey, let's take him out now. Caleb is a really dangerous player at yeah. the merge, and especially him and Emily come together, kind of a secret alliance. They've done a great job of playing that down between the two of them. And they're two of the most deadly players this season. So I, the read is right that Caleb should go home. Absolutely, he's the biggest threat strategically and physically, despite what he says at Tribal. Um, my, my thought was, I, I you know, you hit the merge, you have an idol in your pocket five minutes before you leave the boat for the merge. You're safe at the earn the merge challenge. You know, hey, let, let's go and cause, cause absolute chaos when it comes to when it comes to that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I also think, too, that there's something probably true that 
he was not being talked to that much. Yeah. Um, and, and then, which I think for him going into that merge situation, if you feel like on your original tribe, you had some power, which I think most people would agree that Bruce didn't have that much power based off the edit that we have seen so far, but he thought that he was in control of his tribe. And so it's kind of like this reality check of no one's really wanting to work with me. Uh, and it seemed to me like that he was scrambling and just hyper-focused on, hey, Caleb's a big social guy. I see him talking to everybody, which like is the right read of the situation. Just because like Bruce hyper-focused on it, at least that, that's how I'm describing it, mm-hmm. doesn't mean it was the wrong read, right? Caleb was putting in work, trying to play both sides. Yeah. But it all, it just seemed like it went almost to an extreme of, I, Katura's critique of, we were just working with this guy 12 <laughs> hours ago, like 100% with him. And now we're throwing him underneath the bus. Yeah. Well, I it's, thought, yeah. it's not a good precedent for Bruce. No. Right. Like, no. because you're, you're, you're telling your alliance, I will cut you at any yeah. point. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's a dangerous game to play. I think we saw Kelly say it to Caleb, like, yeah, he's so difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting about that for me too, obviously Jay goes home. You have the Reba six telling you, Hey, we'll throw up a member of our Alliance on our planner. We can get rid of her, which we're going to get to that strategy in a second. How do you like, I know that Caleb could play the middle, but like even the sides for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We're just a moment. And like, he's already said that he was going to work with you. And now you have like, it, it just, it seems that's a critique of all the bellow people at this point, like Kendra, sure. Bruce, ultimately uh, Katura and Kelly went with, went along with it too. Everyone did not right? just, <laughs> not just Katura and Kelly, Caleb, everyone did. Everyone did. But I'm talking about the bellow lions in particular. Jake did so, as well. Your winner pick. Oh, no, not my winner pick, my dark horse pick. Let's be, be very clear. My darkest of dark horse, as I said last episode. Alex, why do you think the Bellow Alliance ultimately landed, like went with the Caleb vote? Oh, I have no freaking clue, man. I Listen, we... I, we are survivor experts. We have been on the beach before. We know exactly what happens in all these tribal councils because we were there, obviously. Only one of us got cast on 46, <laughs> Caleb, and it wasn't me. All right. Two, that... if I say, oh, I don't know, and then I go into it, I sound less arrogant. So <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. However, <laughs> so your question, just to clarify, um, why did the bellow? five go after caleb and not just yeah, go wh- like, why yeah, not Jay. fight for him and like push push jay I, I i think you know it's we saw it happen a lot where caleb was working everyone on the merge beach mm-hmm. as as he does as he should but if i'm looking around and i'm seeing a guy who hey you you came to our tribe halfway through this team phase of the game we're working with you we like you we won with you but we don't fully trust you because you're super social. You're super charismatic. And now you're doing that to everyone else. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Maybe we yeah. don't need you anymore because we don't need to win. And you could be a strategic threat or, and a physical threat. Um, that That's my thought. If if they saw him working the tribe, working the merge tribe, with, especially with the Rebas, um, that, that's the thing. The other thing 
that maybe I would think through is if D and Julie separately, right? Because D did not win, Julie did, and they're both throwing out Jay's name. And I think they're super tight, and Jay's saying they're super tight. My red flags are going off immediately of going, what what are they trying to pull here? Like, why are they sacrificing one of their own to make themselves look better? Is there a hidden agenda? Is Jay actually against them? Like, should I be working with Jay? Can I use this information with Jay later on? And so I think the combination of those two things is like, hey, I'm not going to give control to the Rebas because the Rebas are the ones throwing out Jay's name. I want to take control back to the Bellows. So we're going to decide who goes home, not you. That, that's what I thought. I, I I would get some red flags if D came up to me and said, yeah, I want to take out Jay. And it's same with Julie. Yeah, that's fair. And, and, and Drew said that. Yeah, I think a lot of that was a lot of the reaction too. Was like, oh, you you want Jay gone? Uh, okay, um, which let's shift to the Reba Alliance here. I, I think we saw this honestly with both. We saw Katura and, and others want to vote out Bruce or like coming in, like wanting to kind of maybe target Bruce at the merge, and we saw the Rebas throw out Jay's name. What is with this, like, I, we're just going to give up our people that have been working with us? Well, so it's the same thing we talked about last week of, like, people who go to tribal a lot, they they can air out their dirty laundry. Or I guess it was two weeks ago. They, they're almost more advanced in terms of tribal strategy. That Bellow group, I guess, the new Lulu, none of them went to to tribal, especially not as that new Lulu group. And this new Reba group, D. Julie uh jay sifu they went to tribal but it was a very odd tribal because of sean and so i think it's all of them they're just itching to get out the people they don't want to work with anymore and it's like i i gotta get these people out so um i i think that's what it is they just they're like hey i I, i'm sick of this person i want to get them out yeah i just this is i think partly potentially Due to the kind of earn the merge, half the people are safe, half the people are not. Like maybe we were robbed of a moment where they're throwing out Jay's name and Bello says, All right, cool. Hey Jay, yeah. guess what I heard from each of these people? Right. They were you were the first name out of their mouth. How do you feel about them right now? We have a spot over here if you want to. Like, right, like there's this opportunity to flip Jay over, which is what I thought was so confusing about why they were just so willingly. Yeah, well, I'll vote Jay out. That's fine. Like, let's vote Jay out. Like Drew talking about her being an easy vote. I I just thought it was interesting. Obviously, we don't know everything happening at, at the moment, but it just seemed like to be giving up a tribal number without needing to. And and maybe Drew, the 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 Reba four in particular thinks that um, Emily and Caleb are going to join their side, which would be fair based off of conversations that drew and Austin have had with Emily. Correct. At least that Emily's going to join the side. The other thing I thought too, of why they may be throwing out Jay's name so quickly is because D is also on the chopping block. She is not safe either. Yeah. And so if I'm D Julie, drew or austin i want to keep d and so it's almost that idea of like hey i'll give you a little bit so you don't take what i really want yeah well this is before this is before the challenge 
Oh, that's Drew, a good point. Drew, like uh, now, it could be that the editing, like this, all happened after the challenge that we saw before the challenge. Right. But but it seemed like from the get go, they're just throwing out names. I guess that's a good question, Alex. In their shoes, would you start throwing out names before a challenge has taken place? Honestly, yes. Okay. <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me <laughs> to, more. <laughs> to appear trustworthy, right? Like, okay. Um, I'll cut somebody. I mean, they blamed the seafood boat on Jay. They are cutthroat. They don't care about Jay. Uh, I'm sure they care about her as a person, but not as a player, not as a number in their game. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's plant that seed right away because I'm going to hedge my bets. If it's a challenge, she's not going to win immunity. So let's let's make myself look good. Let's make myself look open to new alliances to get information to use that. Either go with that new alliance or use it against them. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I, I would throw out Jay. Uh, I'm sure they threw out Sifu too. Uh, Sifu was just safe, so we didn't hear <laughs> anything about it. Yeah, that, that's fair as well. Um, ultimately, uh, interesting, let's talk a little bit about the Lulu Alliance, just Caleb and Emily. It looked like they were heading into the merge, set up really well. They were going to work the middle. Obviously, the target gets thrown onto Caleb. I really love what Emily did here in this episode for a variety of reasons. Both, right, she's kind of playing up, yeah, oh, so you want me to make Caleb feel safe. And we get that shot, and then immediately... Caleb, all the votes are on you. <laughs> Do something. Like, I, I love that, like, editing moment, first of all. But then, too, also, like, vote for Caleb in, yes. in that chat. Like, I think that was the right call by Emily because it's it's suicide. It's social suicide if she doesn't do it. Yeah. And, and so, admittedly, I thought, hey, she should have voted for Jay. She should have voted for someone else if she knew Caleb's going to play a shot in the dark until I realized – um, everyone would know Caleb played the shot in the dark. He has to do it publicly. And if he's yep. not safe or if he is safe or whatever, and there's one vote for Jay, it's all going to come down to Emily. And yep. so then it's, Hey, did you tell Caleb to play his shot in the dark? Yep. You know, so it's, it's a trickle down effect. So, um, I was going to be really sad to see that duo be separated because I yes. think that is a duo I'm most excited to see because it's two very dynamic players, two unlikely Alliance members, persisting the last two members of their tribe it's i mean it's like shannon ricard right it's it's mm-hmm. denise and malcolm it's it's the final two of this tribe who's been decimated unlikely duo coming together uh and really dominating the post-merge of the game and, and i think they have the opportunity to and i don't think anyone suspects it at this point because emily voted for caleb yeah absolutely it was, it was a great call by her shifting to caleb Obviously, him playing the shot in the dark was the right call for him. That was his only play to make. I have two questions about his gameplay here. Yes. One, is there anything else Caleb potentially could have done differently based on what we saw in order to get the vote off of him? No, I I think the vote's going to be on him every single week unless he wins. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing for him to have done was to have not been sociable, so sociable and likable from the get-go. Which, right. like, I my read is that that is just who Caleb is. That's why he got cast on Survivor. So it's hard to do that. But in some ways, kind of like, 
how Caleb told Emily, hey, you need to be able to relate with people. Maybe someone needed to have told Caleb, hey, Caleb, you are way too likable. You need to like take a step back, maybe run someone the wrong way just because um, or, or do something that's not so like golden retriever-esque, which is as he has described himself. Um, show up in your Batman outfit once uh, and rather than be this golden boy. Um, but yeah. Do you, do you really think Survivor is going to give him a Batman outfit? They won't even give them swimsuits. Caleb, well, what the heck, man? Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I know I mean, Halloween was yesterday, but like, it, I think they filmed this back in like May or June. So yeah. I, I think you need to calm down on that. Uh, well, I mean, you know, they still did stuff for like the future because like they did all those TikTok like trends uh, that like they showed later that were like at oh, this yeah. point ir- irrelevant uh, yeah. to TikTok. Uh, no, if we ever have a Big Brother Survivor mashup, we'll definitely see a Batman costume because, you know, Big Brother loves their costumes. Their costumes. (laughs) (laughs) I do love Big Brother's hijinks. That is, that is one thing I love about Big Brother. Um, yeah, it's just hard. I like, I think it's one of those, one of those things where it is who Caleb is and he created this target for him. We saw that when he came and visited the Reba tribe early on, people's red flags were already dinging. This guy is going to be a social threat. And as a Team Caleb winner pick, I will be super loyal to him and think still think he's going to win the game. But things are not looking very good for, for Caleb at the moment. No, I I did love when Emily was talking to Caleb, kind of debriefing him quickly as they were walking through the woods. She <laughs> He goes, what about Bruce? <laughs> she goes, oh, no, he hates you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's learning right of like i can't treat you like a number i that's the initial gut reaction but it's like oh wait i'm sorry <laughs> anyway so <laughs> moving on <laughs> that's great that was a great edit lots of good editing moments so far this season especially this episode too alex my other question is what do you think about his you know last stand at tribal council you you and i both know that we had we have played board games before where I am, I'm about to win, but then it's going to be taken away from me and I, someone else is going to win and I see it. No one else does. And so I go into a monologue of why you should trust me and not this other person and why like they're going to win and I'm not going to win, even though I'm still a threat. And we, we refer to it as Caleb's last stand. So I definitely resonated with Caleb, the survivor player in this moment what do you think about Survivor Caleb's last stand? Yeah, the irony of the name is not lost on me. Just for context, <laughs> we were playing a social strategy game, 12 players, you're taking people out, you're making alliances, stuff like that. I and a few other people got out maybe the first <laughs> half of the game. We drive 10 minutes to Sonic. Order at Sonic. If you've ever been to Sonic, you know it takes a minute. Get our cherry limeades, get our ice cream, whatever. Drive back 10 minutes. So at this point, it's probably 35, 40 minutes. Caleb is still talking and no one has made a move. <laughs> well, that's not quite true. But I mean, it people had made moves, but it was definitely like typically it, in that time, a at least like four, five, six turns, rounds of turns would have gone. Uh, it was like three had gone by. 
Not even that. No, it, <laughs> it is. And we walk in and Caleb's still on his monologue about how this is, you know, you got to trust me. Don't take me out. If you take me out, this is going to happen and throwing everyone else under the bus, targeting one person. It was very reminiscent of watching Caleb on Survivor <laughs> really throughout Jay. Um, I did like his last stand knowing I my guess is Emily tipped him off that, hey, everyone's voting for you. Yep. Yeah. I, I think I it was think, also pretty clear during tribal, like right it, that that's the only time you can do that yeah is you you burn as many bridges as you can because you know you're on your way out and you know you're playing the shot in the dark and that's yep. part of the strategy of shot in the dark i think here that Caleb was able to use now did production rig shot in the dark that is a different question uh <laughs> i you can't see my video but i am either shaking my head no or nodding my head yes of did production rig it <laughs> and th those are my thoughts about that but here here's my my beef of the week with caleb, Which caleb, caleb? me or or caleb oh, <laughs> your beef of the hour man um you're you're the you know, the i was gonna say caps the day but that's not that's fish not beef <laughs> you're whatever the equivalent is of catch the day in beef terms caleb uh sirloin saturday <laughs> okay caleb. sure sure uh, anyway <laughs> what i didn't like about caleb's last stand tonight was claiming that jay was the strategic threat i yeah, yeah. i think that is like it was clear he needed to, th to throw out jay because that's the name that's been floating around with him if he threw out d if he threw out kelly if he threw out jake if you throw out Emily, that wouldn't make sense because their names haven't been said. Jay's yep. names has been said. He knew it was between him and Jay. So he had to throw her out there. But to claim her as the strategic threat, more strategic than he is, yep. I think, I mean, the look on Kendra's face said it all as he was talking about it. No one believes that at, at all because everyone there knows that they aren't working with Jay. Jay thinks she's working with Julie D., Austin, Drew, they they know they're not working with her. Sifu hates Jay because she took the fall <laughs> for voting for him. And everyone else hasn't been on tribe with her, so they're not going to work with her. So I, I, I think he needed to say, like, hey, we need to create some unity here. Like, let, let's take out Jay. Like, I know her name's been thrown out a handful of times. Like, and, and Pitch it less as she's too, he, she's a bigger threat than I am. So let's take her out and more like, mm -hmm. hey, let's keep the peace. Let's all make it to the merge. This is something we can all agree on. Let's reset tomorrow. Yeah. Um, would that be effective? No. But I think claiming her as the biggest strategic threat of the season, no one bought that. Well, and, I, and so I, it's, I, I don't, okay, I didn't I, like it. Yeah, that, that's fair. I don't think he was saying she was the biggest strategic threat of the season. I think she was saying, from a strategic point of view, she is more of a threat to your long-term game than I am, which I still agree. I don't think is necessarily true. Yeah. Um, but I, I wish, I kind of wish he would have pitched it to the bellow people of like, guys, I have been working with you all. Why are you going to give Reba this number? Right. Or alternatively, this is like very much like let's, let's burn the bridges even more. I wonder if, he could have gone, uh, especially and potentially even after he was safe. Now, after he's safe, he probably should just like sit back, but let's just like burn all the bridges while we're at it. But to have thrown the Reba Alliance Absolutely. underneath the bus, right? Absolutely. To Jay, 
Hey, Jay, you think they're working with you, but before we had this tribal council, you were the first name out of their mouth. Yes. They were ready to throw you under the bus. Yes. Do you want to continue working with that? Uh, Bellow people, why don't we all get together and knock out the Reba people? Y'all five still have the numbers against us three. Yeah. Right? Like, right. Call shit. Julie out and Oscar and Drew out for throwing her out at the merge feast have kendra back you up have bruce back you up you know something like that throw out d for the six who weren't (laughs) at at the tribe feast i i think that would be huge um but yeah you would be burning half of the half the tribe right there my my big fear was that on the repo if jeff gave them time to talk it would bounce back on d and it'd be a shock like blindside to her and to all of us because she hadn't been mentioned but I did think that would probably be a better move because she threw out Jay's name. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it would have been an interesting thing. It also would have been really dangerous depending on how people felt about D in particular. I guess, I suppose you could have also targeted Sifu, um, but his name really didn't come up was, at all. He was safe. Was he safe? Okay, then never mind. Don't, tar- don't target Sifu at all. Um, so D-, D was really the only target there. But yeah, to kind of throw this other option out um, rather than just be like when Drew said, hey, uh, sometimes you just need to hit a home run. Uh, he could have been like, great, here's a home run for you guys. Jay, right they're not with you. Is Jay the home run? Right. Um, here's the other home run for the Bellow tribe. So at the end of the day, he played a shot in the dark. He did it. I'm not going to comment on whether or not uh, production rigged it or not. Sur- production does not rig Survivor that blatantly. Uh, people that have issues with HHH, you can just get out of here. Um, do I believe that they make some things happen more conveniently than others by being strategic about some things? Absolutely. But, Alex... Let's wrap up that what has been an exciting episode. Oh yes, you have a, awesome. a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is coming from our friends over at Survivor Now. Oh great! Uh, a tweet they had. Um, Caleb, you gave me so much crap at Tribal Council because you were convinced that Caleb, um, negated more votes than Kelly Wentworth. Yes, which I also thought only Kelly Wentworth negated ten. I I I actually don't know the number. I think it was either, I think it was 10, but I'm not sure. Um, our friends over at Survivor Now said he, Caleb negated 11 votes, second all-time behind Kelly Wentworth, who, with a record of 12 votes, negated in a single play. Well, I, 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 I don't mean, know about I'm going to the fact check that one. 12 seems like, that's... Because I know Abby, Maria, and Sierra did not vote with the majority they voted with kelly so that's three yeah. that means 15 people were at- there's no way there's no I, now if they're, they're talking about all time she has negated 12 votes okay but not in one trial okay sorry sorry friends over at server now we disagree but i am going to blindly listen to you and believe you for now to prove to caleb that caleb did not negate more votes than kelly Wentworth. even if he did yes more votes negated but it wasn't with an idol so kelly still holds that title nope yeah, that's great. We'll put the like asterisk after things as much as we want. Caleb has negated the most votes in a single tribal council. Production negated the most. No, votes. no, 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 Alex. Listen, I as much as you are a Kelly Wentworth super fan, the fact that this happened on this night and in a team member Alex 
a Team Alex member went home. Oh man, the night could not have been any better for Team Caleb. I genuinely don't understand how anyone who watches Survivor is not a Kelly Wentworth super fan. Like I understand, I logically I understand that like not ever everyone likes different players. I get that. But as a Survivor fan, if you are not a Kelly Wentworth super fan, I just I I can't understand your experience. I cannot empathize with you. My my Clifton Strengths empathy is number seven. That's why it's not number one because Kelly Wentworth fans or people who don't like Kelly Wentworth exist. Well, you know, also she... unrelated. I'm a Gallup certified strengths coach. If anyone wants some strengths coaching, <laughs> be happy to talk to you. That's I'll great. give you a friend, friends and family discount. Shameless plug right there, Alex. What would you say is my number one strength? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh Caleb, Caleb. I would say it's picking people who like to quit for your tribe. Um, that's my number one strength. That's your number one strength. You do a great job at identifying bad players and putting them on your team. Interesting. Interesting. Also, I just did a very, very brief search. Uh, and Screen Rant has it at nine votes for Kelly Wentworth. That sounds more accurate. So... There were 12 people at Tribal. Yep, yep. But her, Sierra, and Abby Maria did not vote. They all voted for the person who went home. Uh, hey, and hey. Cass was already on the, the jury. So that, I believe, hey. it'd be 10 on the jury plus the final three. So Cass would be 13th, which means there's 12 people left. Hey, at least at least that person made the jury. We love Abby Maria. Caleb, your your greatest strength is um, bringing up Abby Maria as much as you can on this podcast. Dude, she's she is listen. Watching her season, I did not like her, but like the more I've like watched her, thought about it, she's just she's she's great. Fun television. She's so, great. Man. She's great. Uh, I'm sure infuriating to work with. Wu can back me up on that, but. Uh, a lot of fun watching her on TV. So Alex, let's wrap up this episode with our usual outwit, outplay, and outlast players or moments of the week, kicking it off with outwit, that social strategy element of the game, who you got this week. Caleb, I mean, this was such a good episode, right? I don't think we've highlighted how fun this episode was. Like yeah. to watch that go down, I will say, and you can fact check me. You can ask Kinsey when we were watching it. When Caleb stood up, I looked at the clock and said, it's only 819. We've got 11 minutes left. He plays it. It's correct. He negates all the votes. They have to revote. And this is exactly what happened. So it was a really fun episode. So with that, I feel like Caleb, all three of mine, my outwit outplay at last players are going to be pretty obvious. Um, and I hate that, right? I don't like to be basic. Like I, I, I may drink a pumpkin spice latte while listening to 1989 (laughs) Taylor's version in my Toyota Corolla, but I do not like to be basic. (laughs) So Caleb, my wit player, honorable mention, I was going to put D and Julie for like really like selling Jay out. Like, I I think that's fun. Obviously that was um, important this episode, but I think the bigger strategic moment was Emily. Um, telling Caleb what was going down and pulling him aside 
Um, and so it's in particular that that walk the two of them had that we saw where Emily's really giving Caleb the lowdown on what's actually happening while also maintaining composure that she's with the Rebas. And, you know, we, we saw that confession of her really wanting to stand up and protect Caleb, but recognizing she can't without um, losing the trust of the Reba tribe. So um, it's it's Emily for me tonight. Yeah, absolutely. My uh, outwit is your honorable mention. In particular, it is uh, Julie going, oh, yeah, Sifu. Uh, she wrote Sifu's name down. So that's why Sifu's bringing it up. Like, just like cold blooded. And like like coming from one of the older players in the game i love to see it like so great like and this is like you were upset at jay uh in a previous episode for like just taking the blame and this is why you just don't take the blame just because because now julie feels yeah i'll she's already kind of said this in the narrative let's go ahead and lean into it like why is jay trusting d and julie because jay knows one of those two voted for Sifu and whoever did is lying. She yeah. knows it because she knows she did not vote for Sifu. I just <laughs> I don't Which may, maybe like on the context of that tribe, that four five person tribe, she is just leaning to like, I don't want to go home. And this is why that she was a target early on by the other four of her tribe minus Sifu was because Jay's not going to be loyal going forward. Like they, they know that, and that's why she is a target. So, but yeah, it is a little confusing to be to see her just like acquiesce to them immediately. Absolutely. Alex, how about outplay the challenges, advantages, how people navigated that? I've had a lot of obvious picks on this podcast, but this is probably the most obvious. It's got to be Caleb. I mean, there, there's no other answer here um negating 12 no sorry 11 votes getting the shot in the dark successfully uh with the help of emily right to to know to play that shot in the dark but yeah it's caleb for me yeah i actually i'm really glad for caleb um it's gonna be an impressive like moment in survivor history are you choosing production because no, they were not, really behind it i'm not choosing production because okay. I, I i hate the shot in the dark twist anyways like i i this just happened to have happened and kind of it worked out in their favor. I think it's not really that consequential of a mechanic in the game. Uh, I think it causes potentially more like it causes more opportunities for tribal council for people not to like share or to, to you know, be more secretive. Uh, and so I think it takes away from the game element for that reason. So my outplay is actually going to Austin, newly christened team alex member um and that is because he went into tribal council with a plan to make his idol a full idol and got his way right like obviously his way would have been caleb going home but he got enough votes stacked up there's a world in which the bellow tribe says you know what we're not we're not working with reba he tries to pull that thinking they have all the votes and it like flops on him. Obviously he would have been safe from it either way, but his plan would have backfired in a different way, potentially in a worse way. And even more so now his amulet just got that much more powerful. So yeah. like it's a great night for Austin either way. Yep. And and one thing you mentioned real, real quick, uh, newfound member of team Alex. We didn't say this at the top of the episode. We did not. Uh, we did post it on our Instagram though. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at speaking llama. 
uh, every year, obviously we pick four people just based on preseason interviews for our fantasy tribe. That's who we root for. That's who we like to give each other crap for. Um, but we don't get to see them actually play um, before we choose them. And so we each choose a fifth member for our teams before the merge episode. Um, so ahead of tonight's episode, Caleb was down in points because he's only lost Sean. I've only lost Brando. Um, and so he is down one point. So he got to pick first. He picked Emily. I was also going to pick Emily, but I knew Caleb would. And so I picked Austin as my fifth player. So that is that is where we're at now. And I know we still have an outlast player, but just for the record, Caleb has four people left in the game. You've got D, you've got Sifu, you've got Emily, and you've got your winner pick, Caleb. Uh, I am down to three. My winner pick is out, but I do have Kelly, Austin, and Bruce. And... Other than Kelly, Austin Austin looking fine. Yeah, I didn't I'm feel sure. great about Bruiser J uh, going into tonight's <laughs> episode. So that's fair. Um, Alex, let's go into the last category: Outlast. Who helped their game the most tonight? Yeah, Caleb, I said all three were obvious, and so this is going to be an obvious one as well, especially if you listened to us last week. Uh, moving forward, I am only picking Kelly as my Outlast player until she <laughs> proves me otherwise. And she did not do anything to prove me otherwise tonight. I still think she's in a great spot. I'm excited to see Kelly keep playing. She is physical. She is good at puzzles. She is good socially. Kelly's my outlast player for the second week in a row. Uh, yeah, I will commend your consistency. And that's about it. That's my number four strength in Strengths Finder. <laughs> Well, I already knew this about you, Alex, because you consistently have terrible opinions about Survivor. You, so. you want to know something really funny? What's um, that? Harmony is my number two strength. But yet, if any listener to our podcast would <laughs> but, assume but, that's the last one. It's not true at all. Uh, Alex, my outlast. Uh, I do have an honorable mention, which I'll mention after this. But my outlast goes to Emily. For her play around Caleb, like she still has the trust of her Reba people. She voted with them, demonstrated her willingness to vote out Caleb. Now they might come back and say, hey, she had to, like she really did not have a choice, which like that's fine. But like she still did the thing. Um, and so and they made it very, very obvious during Tribal Council that it was going to be Caleb. And so I don't think there's going to be any heat on her for like tipping Caleb off to play a shot in the dark or or whatever. They they tipped him off themselves. And so I think she's in a really good position and still, luckily, still has her alliance in Caleb. And even more importantly, is always going to be a bigger target than she is. We've been saying it for a while, the like turn of Emily from this first two episode villain to kind of being the a main person of the season. Definitely still in a prime position to win. Uh, and my honorable mention, Alex, is Jake. Because once again, we get a lot of screen time from Jake. He didn't do anything, but my still my dark horse to win. I like Jake. I want to get a beer with Jake. Um, Caleb, the fact that you called out Jake as your darkest horse winner last week, you are going to be insufferable. If he wins this season, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and it's going to be awesome for years. For years, you're going to be insufferable. I, know. I can't have that happen. 
I, I really can't. I, if Jake wins, I, nothing personal, Jake. I, I think we got to end our podcast because I will not be able to handle it. I won't. Oh, man. It, you know, it's definitely like that power of suggestion. I suggested it once. And so now I'm seeing it all over the place. But I just, you know, I knew that to get a rise out of you. So I wanted to mention it. But Alex, with that, we are wrapping up tonight's episode. Uh, If you have listened all the way through, thanks for listening. As a reminder, you can find us on Instagram at Speaking Llama, Apple Podcast, Spotify, like, subscribe, rate. Join us for the rest of this merge season uh, as we recap each week and we will speak Llama to you later. Oh,